Tonight, Special Counsel Jack Smith and his team of prosecutors are asking a judge to impose a limited gag order on what former President Donald Trump can say about that 2020 election subversion case. They're pointing to his attacks on multiple witnesses on a near daily basis on social media for this. And they argue that a limited gag order is needed because they say he's intimidating witnesses, possibly compromising the integrity of his trial and his jury pool. So how did the former president respond? You could probably guess by attacking the prosecutor in this case, Jack Smith, whom he has repeatedly called deranged. Here to break all of this down with me and try to answer for those posts. Maybe not. We won't make him do that. Timadio Agaga Williams, the former senior investigative counsel for the January 6th committee. So, Tim, what prosecutors are basically arguing here is they're saying he can still quote from public records. He can still say that he's innocent, but they're saying that this is is necessary. Do you think that they'll be successful here? I, I think so. I think Judge Shotkin is going to impose at least some limited order. I mean, she's concerned about former President Trump and his First Amendment rights. She doesn't want to be placed in a position where she's unduly restricting his ability to speak. But there's a difference between candidate Trump and defendant Trump. And defendant Trump, by virtue of being under indictment, his First Amendment rights and a lot of his other rights are restricted. So I think it's justified, and I suspect she's going to do that. She warned him. He's been warned by multiple judges. He's under court control, effectively, through all his various bail conditions. So what he's not free to do is attack uh, the prosecutor, attack the judge, trying to undermine the jury pool and the fairness of a trial. He can campaign, but he can't basically undermine uh, the prosecutor's ability to prosecute the case. And, and witnesses here, too, as well. But, I mean, we've already seen how Trump himself is responding. He was going after Jack Smith, saying they're doing this as I'm running for office. If they do grant this, if the judge does grant this, how do they enforce it? What does that look like? I think that's going to be the, the real test here. In a normal case, what you have hanging over any defendant is that you can put that defendant in prison. If you don't follow a court's order, marshals come, they arrest you, they pick you up, and they take you away. And that loss of liberty, that's a real uh, persuasive tool, shall I say, the courts have. Here, it's going to be highly unlikely that we have any scenario where the former president is going to be taken into custody. But with the other threats she's already put to uh, former President Trump is that she's going to move that trial date even faster. And I think that's what she may do here. And I think his actions thus far are basically guaranteeing that we're going to see that Jack Smith DC case go forward next calendar year. And with each infraction that the former president puts forward, it makes it more likely that that case is going to move up even faster. Which is obviously not what he wants. Yeah. One thing that was so interesting about their argument is they cited basically his misinformation campaign was, I believe, what they called it in 2020, saying that like the previous public disinformation campaign regarding the election, his extrajudicial judicial statements are intended to undermine public confidence in an institution, the judicial system, and to undermine confidence in and intimidate individuals, the court, the jury, pool, witnesses, and prosecutors. I mean, they're referencing what he did in the aftermath of the election to say that, that we need this, this is the basis for this. Exactly. I mean, it's what we on the Jantix Committee in our report and our hearings have called the big lie, right? He's been, after the election, he again attacked institutions. He attacked the DOJ. He attacked the courts. He attacked our entire election system. And he repeated those lies again and again and again until he effectively infected the minds of his base. And that's what I think he's trying to do now. He's repeating lies about Jack Smith, lies about Judge Chutkin, lies uh, about the entire investigation, I think with the hopes that he's again going to infect those minds of potential jurors. And he does not have the right to do that. 
The First Amendment doesn't permit a defendant to go out and make his case in the media. You make your case in the courtroom. Yeah. The other part of this is we're learning more about what Jack Smith has been doing behind the scenes, including how they got 32 direct messages from his Twitter account. We don't know what the content is, but what are they looking for in those messages? What I suspect they're trying to get into former President Trump's mind, right? They asked for not only direct messages, they want to draft a potential post, for example. They're trying to see what was he doing, who was he speaking with. And as we all know, when we're on our phones, that can be our most personal and true self. And if the former president is engaging in direct messaging with someone, that's going to give us insight to what he was thinking. I mean, we'll remember, right, the former president uh, on December 19th, he started all the planning for the Jan 6 rally. He's the one who tweeted, be there, we'll be wild. So he used Twitter as a way to not only effectively start the planning of what led to the attack, but he also gave what has been widely seen as a signal to the right wing that that January 6th day was going to be a violent one. So what he was doing on Twitter could give a lot of insight into his thinking. Yeah. Timidayo Ogonga-Williams, thank you for, for at least trying to break all this down and predict the future for us. We appreciate it.